Welcome to KuzaCast, where we interview some of the most influential people in tourism from around the world. My name is Graham Watson, and I'm the founder of Kuza Global. The word Kuza means a new dawn, and in 2023, we want to find out just how our guests are working towards that new dawn. Join us and subscribe to future episodes as we hope to inspire you with stories of strength and resilience in the tourism industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of KuzaCast. Today, my guest is Andre Detoy, who I have known for since I was a child, and Andre has spent many years in the uh, insurance field of tourism. So welcome, Andre. Thanks very much, Graham. Yeah, good to be with you. Um, so as, as you may know, Andre, what we generally do at the start of the podcast is just uh, uh, introduce yourself to the listeners and run through uh, your yeah, what you've been up to um, in the tourism field over the last few years. No, sure, Graham, no problem at all. Um, no, it's a bit of a, a surprise, uh, short left to get into the insurance industry. Um, but as you as you know, started off guiding and and running lodges and concessions in uh, in the early days, um, and travelled extensively. And that sort of really got the bug bug going in tourism. Um, and we finished our travels. Um, we just wanted to stay in that space um, and and be continually exposed to uh, people from all over the world and share with them. The, the special um, special slices of, of Africa that, that you and I both love. Mm. Um, and then at some point it took, a like I said, a short lift and, and we started specializing in, or I started specializing in minimizing liability risk at, at lodge level. Um, and that grew into a, a greater understanding of insurance and designing bespoke products to meet the insurance industry across across Africa. And that's where... I am now consulting to tourism players across Africa. Awesome, awesome, and yeah, I mean, we we used to run into each other a lot when I was based in Durban uh, at the Satsa meetings uh, that I used to host. Always good to get uh, Satib's uh, perspective on on things. Um, what are you currently working on now? That's uh, that's exciting, and you want to let everybody know. Yeah, great. There's two exciting projects um, that that I'm busy with right now. The one is called um, it's a, it's actually with Satsa. It's a Satsa Secure Traveler app, um, and it's a it's peace of mind in your pocket. It's targeting inbound tourists to South Africa currently, but very soon Namibia, Botswana, and other SADC countries, um, and then also up into Kenya and Tanzania. But essentially, how it works, it's a it's a mobile phone based app. There's also a um, a, a remote button um, element to it, and essentially, I suppose, very much like an Uber, it mm. aggregates emergency response services either in the security or medical space, um, and identifies the closest five or six of them. One of them will attach to your um, to your call out and and respond to you as an individual. So whether you like I say, if it's a security-related incident, you would like just the comfort of of a of a of a security officer or a medical incident. Um, that's essentially what we've got on on the go at the moment, and that's launching um, through all of the inbound operators at the moment. Um, and but we encourage source market agents to plug it into their bookings. But basically, we just want every single inbound traveler to have it in their pockets, just for peace of mind. Um, yeah. 
and um, yeah, so we can control what we can control at the end of the day. And uh, it, it's 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 really is it's just forty nine rand or something yeah. like that. So it's really it's a no brainer um, for for anyone traveling anywhere in the world really to have that peace of mind. But we just think we'd like to to lead the charge in that. Awesome. No, that's a fantastic idea. So the way it works is you download the app and then you input, you get a voucher code that you uh, that you buy a voucher code and then you input that voucher code to access uh, the services. Yeah, absolutely. You can download as an individual on arrival in South Africa and pay your 49 Rand through any international credit card or your tour operator would have pre-purchased a package of coupons and they will push it through to you as a free download as long as you just load that coupon that coupon number and it's as simple as that it really is yeah yeah no that's that's a, a um a great a great thing and then uh you got something you got something else that you're working on with inbound travel oh. insurance yeah oh, absolutely so and um, inbound travel insurance has always been uh, purchased from source markets um i.e germany usa or whatever the case might be so we've got a travel insurance product that is actually um, it's 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 owned by the South African entity or the South African tour operator, and they have the um, opportunity to embed those travel insurance benefits into their bundle. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, a, a number of travel operators or tour operators at the moment that are, are bundling it in. They believe there's a duty of care um, to to offer it to individuals coming through to South Africa. And it considers all the post-pandemic uh, risk elements as well um, that have come to the fore and includes a buy-up um, option into cancellation for any reason, which is becoming more and more um, uh, re- required or requested from, from the traveler because it's just so uncertain these days, whether it's airlift or cancelled flights or overbooked flights or um, it's just getting a little messy out there in terms of travel arrangements. So it just does provide the inbound traveler with some sense of security around their travel and, and their spend. So mm. it basically funds any uh, non-refundable deposits so that no one's out of pocket at the end of the day. But most yeah. important, Graham, is that, and you know this, for, for 20, 30 years, we have managed our own critical incident management services on the continent. So we really do have access to Africa's leading critical incident management service. And this is super important and it doesn't always get communicated so i'm grateful for the opportunity on this podcast but a lot of the travel insurance they do a great job when it comes to cancelled flights lost luggage etc etc when there's a medical a medical emergency or security element their teams and their call centers aren't necessarily beefed up to really deal with the specific nuances that africa might throw at you um the remote locations the variable um degree of or the variable quality of, 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 of medical services or, or transport infrastructure or whatever the case might be, just commun- basic communication infrastructure can be left wanting. So mm-hmm. our team, we manage probably 40 incidents a month. I know that might sound scary to a traveler. They're not all critical incidents. Mm-hmm. They just be who I and me. And it might mm-hmm. be a traveler a traveler's tummy or it, but it could be something more serious. So we've got our, um, our, our incident management uh, center that sits behind that travel insurance product, which I think separates it um, hugely from from others in the market. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's uh, you know I'm sure the landscape has changed massively over the last three years in 
insurance products, uh, the things that, uh, is there any product out there that will, that will uh, insure you against a pandemic? Um, well, I think this is, so not from an operator's perspective, I think the, the large insurers have pulled the plug largely on, uh, on, on, in terms of business interruption. I think we've, that, that, that uh, story has been run. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of travel insurance products that are coming in. And like I say, the cancellation for any reason, is mm. not cheap. Um, no. but, well, um, that's the thing. If you want the benefits, unfortunately, it's, it's you know, costs more. It's one of those it does. things. It yeah. does. So, I mean, these these kind of products and the, the set of Go products, which is mm -hmm. what it's called, um, is bundled into our um, tour operators' products. Um, you'll find that's got an extensive um list of, of benefits to normal travel delays, travel postponements, missed flights, overbooked flights, delayed flights are, are included. And if you want the buyer, um, then, then you, then you can, and it's super mm -hmm. affordable. Um, it's really a no brainer. Um, but the being able to offer it and it's embedded, you see, so that's, that's quite key for us. So it's not elected. So our guys are saying we're, got 10,000 bed nights that for travel days that we sell a year and they're embedding it into every single one of those travel days mm. or any, every single one of those itineraries, which allows them to be able to offer it on scale, which means that the rates are incredibly attractive. So mm. dare I say probably quite a bit less than what uh, the regular inbound traveler will be paying from source market, but with all the Africa nuanced benefits included. Yeah. Let's get back to the, Secura travel app. I can imagine marketing. I mean, I've, I've, you know, on this side as well. I've, I've spoken to a few people about it. It's, it's a very, yeah. I mean, you're trying to market the destination, but you're also trying to, to let, you know, put, put, uh, as you say, put um, peace of mind in, in the pockets of, of the traveler. Yes. Um, we, we have. I wouldn't say a reputation, but but there is, particularly in 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 Africa as a whole, I think people are 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 more feel you know that there that there's not um, that there's not as as safe as other destinations. I think that's purely media, you know what what's in the media and what what's driven out there. It's a very touchy subject, and how yeah. how are you finding being able to say, look, it's a beautiful destination, it's fantastic to come and visit you know, millions of people have a fantastic, beautiful time every year. However, you know, this, this is what, what we offer in case of a situation arising. It's probably the biggest challenge I've ever faced in, uh, in, in marketing and selling any products, to be honest, especially in the yeah. risk management space, because yeah, it's a sensitive subject. Um, you know, it's, it's commonly known that individuals traveling to Africa and, and concerned about travel safety and security mm. um the media do us absolutely no favors because they are out there reporting uh incidents across the country and and as you know these are often isolated or largely isolated incidents happening in areas where tourists don't venture to mm. and and but yes we do have the odd isolated incident unfortunately that involves a tourist and um, hence the need to for for a, for an app of this nature or for a service of this nature so i think um, I think we need to be honest with our travelers. Um, I think we know that they're asking these questions anyway. They say, mm. oh, how is it in South Africa at the moment? 
Mm. Can we self-drive up the garden route? Um, which route should we take if we're going between Durban and the Kruger National Park? Can we go through Swaziland? Should we go around? These are conversations that are having being had anyway. And mm. I think we need to be honest with them. And we don't need to we don't need to dig into statistics and um I don't know, what is it? Um it, it, it's a simple message for me. Mm. You know, it doesn't have to be a massive marketing campaign. It's secure traveling. This is just a little value add that will an incredibly effective um use of an app. In fact, we're taking what we as South Africans use. But we've got a home, a home. We've got, uh, in fact, it's an insurance requirement to have an armed response service linked to your home. Mm. Um, and, you know, so as South Africans, it's okay. We accept this. Um, but I think to try and take that message to the international market is tricky. For me, um, it's a matter of we using our local intelligence, our local network, our local resources um, that we've seen value in. And we're offering that to our, our our guests. We're offering it. I think it's a duty of care, to be honest, mm. for us to be able to extend it. And if you're not wanting to have that a larger conversation around the issue, then plug it in and just push it across to your clients as peace of mind in your pocket. Everybody knows Uber. They all mm. know apps. And this is just one that's been developed in South Africa that's going to provide you with, like I mentioned before, an immediate response of a security officer or an, or an ambulance or whatever it might be to come and stand by you on the side of a road uh, because you've broken down, you've run out of fuel um, mm. or you've, you've, you've had an accident um, mm. and you're in a remote area. It's very easy within an hour or two to be outside of a metropolitan area and stuck mm. on the side of the road, you know, just unexpectedly. So um, this is not about um, creating too much of a scene it's it's just mm. a it's a basic duty of care it's a it's a security service yeah i mean i've traveled many many countries and you know to have that yeah it would be great to know that you can just press a button and if you if you're in a situation yeah, yeah like right i mean i've i've had an accident in the middle of of nowhere in in, in south africa and uh yeah luckily there was cell phone signal but uh you know people won't know who to phone or you know, luckily, well, for me, it was on on a at, at work, so I just phoned the office and they sorted everything out. Um, but yeah, I mean, the general tourist. Uh, so I mean, I think it's a great it's a great thing, um, and you know, we'll uh, continue our work with with Satsa to to help um, yeah help help the guests that travel to to South Africa and hopefully within Southern Africa region and then Africa as a whole eventually. Um, yeah. I have it. Uh, One of the things, and sorry to interrupt, but I mean, we've got a tourism WhatsApp group. It must be over 500 individuals, all business owners, spread across the country, from Kruger National Park to Cape Town to Garden Route, uh, Northwest, wherever. And it is such an incredible, positive, um, and, and, and helpful bunch of people. Mm. And it is around um, just safety alert, you know, highlights, okay, this area has got a, um, there's a rock fall in that area, it's obstructing the road, so maybe go around here. It doesn't have to be, 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 it do
to heaven. <laughs> Traffic accident that blocks off the house. The case might be. That's the majority of the of the inconveniences that uh, we turn them security related issues that that face a lot of travelers coming to the country. And wouldn't it be nice to be to be alerted to these sort of things or have to be able to press a button and find assistance on yeah. on these situations? Yeah, look, it's it's a it's a it's a great thing, and it's called uh, Secura. So I think anybody can just go into the App Store and and check it out, or else uh, get in touch with uh, with Satsa, um, yeah. uh, Satsa dot com, and uh, look out for the contact details there and find out a bit more about it. If there are any travel agents or tour operators out there listening who want to find out a bit more about how they can offer it to to their uh, guests that are traveling. Yeah, absolutely. There are two. There's a Secura, which is for our uh, domestic market, and Secura Traveler, which is specifically for inbound travelers. So they must just make sure they download the right one. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a that's a great uh, a great idea. Um, so well done for pioneering that and and trying to get it out there. So um, let's just a bit uh, get to know you a bit more. What is uh, what is how do you stay productive? How do you keep motivated? And uh, how, how, what do you do to make your life a bit easier getting through the working day? Oh, I think it's a, I think everybody's got their own little, own little tricks. Um, yeah. So for me, I'm a morning person. Uh, I wake up with the sunrise. Yeah. At the moment it's around five o'clock. Um, and I've got my own little personal routine. It's, it's, it's balanced around a move, reflect, grow. So I always get a bit of exercise down in the morning. Um, doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just get the, get the blood flowing. Um, I do practice some meditation. So that's my reflection time. And, uh, and then I try before I even, before I start work, I try my growth element is something where I just try and learn something new. So mm. at the moment, I'm busy with a, um, a post-grad, um, course on insurance linked securities which is a whole different alternative way of transferring risk um next month i'm going to further my my, my fagasa field guide uh, education so you know whatever it is that that floats your boat just i think my thing is about focusing on on yourself personally and the rest will fall into place yeah it's 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 constant constant growth and uh you know, I I also just I like to learn new things and and try new things. It's uh, yeah, it's it's uh, woeful to hear people who just uh, expect other people to train them and you know, wait waiting for other people to 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 kind of do do things for them. It's it's you very much have to take the initiative on your own to succeed in life. I think yeah. Yeah, I think you get left behind very quickly in today's day and age. There's a very smart and uh, driven youngsters coming through, and if you don't stay on top of it, you become yeah. dust. <laughs> no, I mean, we we're all we're all in charge of our own destiny, and yeah, the 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 better. That's what I've always said to people: the 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 better you make yourself, the more marketable, the the more talent, the the, the you know, the more knowledge you have, the the more people are willing to pay you for that in the long run. Because that's, no, that's, that's that's what uh, that's what it's all about, really. And um, yeah, I mean, productivity tools. I know that you work. Uh, my one of my first guests was was uh, Kevin, my brother, and he spoke about uh, some productivity tools that may be used in the Satchib arena. Uh, maybe just let us know how you find that. Yeah, I think your your brother, I think Kev, drove this quite hard. But uh, and kudos to him because. Um, 
yeah, we use Asana and uh, yeah. the more others in the industry and, and outside of the industry. Um, a lot of people work with it. Some people mm. find it frustrating, but I'm a list guy. So yeah. uh, my thing is to be out there in, uh, in some sort of fashion. Otherwise, I lose, I lose perspective um, and often drop the ball. So for me to have Asana as a tool is, is proved to be absolutely vital. Um, just to create different project boards um, and you can communicate directly off Asana instead of piling up your inbox with emails. Your group can all just interact on Asana. Mm. Uh, so it really does, for me, it cuts down a lot of duplication that we often had if we're using um, other more commonly used tools. Yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, it's it's. I, I mean, I'm also like a, a tool app man. I, I you know, if I've I've got a saying: if you t- if it takes too long, you're doing it wrong. And yeah. there's always if 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 something's frustrating you and it's taking too long, somebody in the world has thought of a better way to do it for sure. And then, you know, and that's that's what I always think. I always think there has to be an easier way to do this. And then the more I Google and the more I search, then lo and behold, I find the way. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot out there that 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 helps our life become a lot easier and helps us automate some things that you know we would have spent hours doing before, which is great. Precisely that. Um, and then so yeah, the last three years has sh- shaken and stirred all of us. What what has it taught you about yourself and the tourism industry as a whole? What what do you what have you learned? Everybody says the resilience and uh, I mean, that's that's the core thing that most people talk about. Absolutely. I think that we, and, and, it, and it shouldn't go un, un, unmentioned, but yeah, the resilience and um, of, of the tourism industry was astounding. Um, you know, un, unfortunately, many did peel off and uh, not make it through. Um, but those that did, we've come together as an incredibly strong community. So so that is that is that is great to know that our tribe is out there and they they're creative. I mean, a lot of people started um, bottling olives and doing all mm. sorts, you know, <laughs> to stay to survive. But they're coming back and they're back into the industry. Um, we're still building. Um, and now our, with a thriving our, olive our business, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. As well. Um, Sorry to interrupt. But, yeah. um, no, no, not at all. That's it. But I think, you know, in, in all seriousness, I think the, the the channels were shaken up a bit. I think. Um, there were some probably quite long-standing trusted relationships that were shaken up a little between spies and suppliers, um, terms and conditions that were only exposed at times like this. Um, so, so my one of the things I've taken out of um, out of the last three years is just make sure you've done your homework that you're working with suppliers, buyers, uh, insurance brokers, whoever it might be. Surround yourself by. But people who've got credibility, they've got track record, um, but don't necessarily just rely on that. Make sure that you don't get bullied into signing contracts that are in favor of of the the larger player in your relationship. Look after your interests, be true to yourself, um, and and stand up for yourself because um, when it does, when it, when there are times when there are times that uh, you need to lean on someone, you've got to make sure that you've got the right partner, subcontractor, whatnot in your in your in your lineup. Mm. That is, key. yeah, yeah, definitely uh, brought people together. Maybe I, I think it brought far more people together than uh, than tore apart. Um, yeah. pr- professionally, that is. 
Um, and yeah, it, it it's, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, when you're on the starting block and you have to take that step back in order to, to push yourself forward. That's what I think we should all think about the COVID did. It forced us to take a step back. And I think there's, I mean, what do you think that is a lasting change that will go forward and, you know, in the foreseeable future? Um, again, I think it's always been, um, it's been said over and over again. I think people, when they had that, when they were restricted for travel, they suddenly realized how much their health, their lives, their well-being, mental well-being, actually dependent on getting out and traveling. So I think I think that's a big realization. I think although it's going to take some time to to recover, um, just because we've all been economically affected by it, um, I think tourism is here to stay. I think growth and reliance on tourism um, as a um, as a release, as a as a as a disconnect, something to unplug from the tech world we live in. I think travel's here to stay, and I think it's going to be bigger and stronger than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that people need to, um, the lasting effect, and I suppose it's because of the space I work in, but I think people are a lot more aware of travel risk. So everybody's asking a lot more intelligent questions these days around travel risk and down the channel. So from the traveler through to the DMC, through to the supplier everybody is far more conscious of risk um which is great because um we've spent 30 years trying to educate people on the need to look after yourselves don't expect someone else will have something in place to you know um pay you back your Mm. your lost income or build your lodge or whatever the case might be look after your own interests and i'm speaking specifically to the independent traveler um who who relies largely on operators to have those things in place. Mm. So my word of encouragement would be the travelers should pay a lot more attention to the travel insurance that they can purchase. And that's widely available to them um, and not rely on risk management initiatives of the, um, of the, of the suppliers down the line, although they do have a duty of care. Mm-hmm. Don't just take it for granted. Look after yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely uh definitely important that we take the lessons learned and and don't don't forget them what um what do you think still needs to change i'm gonna sort of get out of our more micro world that we've been talking about now and and lift it up to a challenge that we know um is out there um and that is that um african governments need to understand the absolute critical point we are in, in terms of preserving wilderness landscapes across Africa. I mean, we're going to have 25% of the world's population living on our continent and putting massive pressure on wilderness areas. Um, so we, I believe, as, 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 a, as a continent, need to make sure that we secure wilderness landscapes that work with communities to create healthy wildlife economies. We can't have these strongly protected um, wilderness areas without having um, community involvement, without having mixed wildlife economies. I know it's a touchy subject, but we've got to make sure we um, work with the land. We've got to make sure that it is remains in its most healthy, healthy state. 
and that might well mean controlled harvesting of natural resources and i'm talking vegetation type or whatever the case might be controlled harvesting of um of, of wild game that the communities can benefit as well and um, obviously integration of wilderness safaris photographic safaris whatever the case might be whatever that model is in order to make sure that biodiversity is at the absolute center of um sustainable and and uh, regenerative regenerative practices around wilderness areas. So mm-hmm. that's that's essentially why I'm so passionate about tourism. Um, I've ended up in the risk management space, but for me, that is still fundamental, Graham. And until African governments actually put our wildlife economy front and center, um, I think we're going to have an uphill battle. So that that for me is key. That's mm-hmm. what's got to. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it, it's come up various on various different interviews I've done about uh, about you know b- bureaucracy and red tape and and not getting things through fast enough. So let's um, let's hope that the people that we have uh, that are you know charging charging ahead with the important issues are are able to to do that. And um, yeah, I mean, if anyone's listening that wants to get involved in that kind of stuff, Sats is a great resource. Yeah. Uh, to to uh, find out how to how to get involved um yeah i mean i i was at a conference in botswana in october where the the same thing came up it it was um you know government uh targets and stuff like that that uh perhaps don't get met and the, you know there's nothing yeah. th- there's no sort of repercussion or it's not, okay well then let's just set you know shift the goalposts and and all that kind of stuff and yeah, it's well. I mean, worldwide, I think there's far more accountability being being had, uh, you know, for for what's needed. Mm. And what um, what advice? There's a lot of entrepreneurs around uh, trying to get into the tourism industry. Uh, you know, it's particularly those that were trying, and then COVID started, and you know, are now are now sort of finishing their programs and starting their businesses again it's a it's a tough situation to be in uh starting i mean i'm one of them you know not even three years my business has been running and uh you know in the tourism industry so um my my advice to people would just yeah just to keep on going and uh it's it's the not not give up and uh what, what do you think yeah, absolutely, Graham. You know, we both, you, you and I are both so passionate about this industry and, and particularly about uh, about Africa. Um, so for me, yeah, hold your path. I said this is, a, this is an absolutely exciting career path. It's actually more than that. It's a lifestyle. Mm. Um, you get it right. And, uh, and, and it, you've got such an incredible community who are prepared to collaborate, mentor, I mean, we all want the best experiences for inbound travelers and tourism relies on partnerships, relies on collaboration. You can't just go out there and do it on your own. Mm. Um, we rely so heavily on, on guests on the one side and source market agents on the other and, um, and, and, and product um, transfers, adventure activities, whatever the case might be. So just go out there and make sure that you're prepared to build relationships and, and collaborate with, um, with individuals. Um, and in this absolutely the same breath, um, make sure that you you set up partnerships and relationships with people with integrity, um, people who are um, have the have the best interests of of our of our communities and our natural resources in mind, 
that aren't involved in exploitive practices um, and and rather look for those that are working for sustainable solutions and who are involved in actually regenerating wilderness areas, communities, or whatever the case might be, to be done. Mm. Um, so if you guys, if the new, newbies come in and they can collaborate well and they can work with people that have that have got integrity and sustainability in mind, that would be my advice. Great. So, Andre, anybody who's looking to get business insurance or a bit more information about the Secure app, what's the best way to get in touch? Um, yeah, Graham, I mean, obviously they can just hop on to, I mean, you can share details in the yeah. podcast, I'm sure. I uh, guess get in touch with me personally. Um, and, uh, and, and, and like, like there's a number of initiatives, um, that I'm, that I'm busy on, um, and, and, and businesses that I consult to, and, uh, I can certainly point you in the right direction. So Andre at weaverprojects.co.za would be a good place to start mm-hmm. and uh, we'll take it from there. All right. Awesome. Yeah. I'll put the, all those details in the, in the, the um, description of the podcast and thanks so thanks so much for for joining me it's always good to catch up and uh, we will probably see you soon around the indaba time i will uh be there trading the boards uh <laughs> great know? stuff as well I. absolutely we can share a glass of good south african wine and uh, hopefully a campfire story we'll share a bottle andre not just a glass <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much again. And uh, yep, it's it's some good insights to to the great work that the tourism uh, that the insurance industry is doing, and particularly about the 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 technology and the advancements for 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 guest um, for guest peace of mind. So yep, um, you know that's that's a great advancement too. And I think it's a, a world leader, a trendsetter in in that respect. So thank you for pioneering that, and um, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Craig. Always good to chat. All right. Thanks, Andre. Cheers, man. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning into KuzaCast, where we explore the world of tourism with leaders from all corners of the globe. Join me, Graham Watson, for future episodes as we dive into the latest trends and insights from the industry. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating, and we'll see you next time on KuzaCast.